Hello, 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 hello. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> ah, welcome to chapter four of Inspired to Be Great Lessons Learned. The title of this one is People Will Want to Redefine You. Yeah, guys, listen, listen. I think I've had an interesting life so far. And there's been a common thread in my life. And it started in high school. I remember when it was the time for me to figure out what am I going to do with my life. Um, I was burdened by the fact that at that time, the only part of me that was clear for everyone to see is that I'm academically strong. So when people were advising me, they were advising me according to my marks because I, I hadn't been a young person that explored all facets of who I was. I was just my marks. And my marks suggested that I should go study difficult things and make big money and be a big success. But um, at that time, I had started to question who I was. And already the idea of maybe I want to be working with children was starting. And it was perplexing for people. But they felt like, okay, to honor this man's question mark of maybe children, they all catered their idea for my future around children. So why be a, you can become a lawyer for children. You can become a doctor for children. You can engineer things that children can play with. You can write programs for children to play with. Like, it was weird, but everybody in my life at the time at school envisioned a future for me according to how they perceived my marks. It was never advice that was based on who I was in full. And it's understandable. I was just my marks. The high school version of me hardly knew everything about me. And I had the misfortune that I was giving success to teachers because of my marks and that became my identity. And what else were they going to go on? And school systems are so weirdly designed that only those who don't show any form of talent or gift are forced and challenged to find themselves. But if you have sporting talent, if you have musical ability, if you have academic strength, no one ever asks, is this all of you? So when I spoke earlier, and I think it was in, in chapter two about, you know, you'll get attention. Uh, I highlighted that, you know, there are three other kinds of attention that had been getting on in my life. But there's a fourth type. And this fourth type, I kind of already explained that it kind of existed in high school in that form. But as my star started to rise and as I became this weird kiddie man, the legend, this myth on the stage, a fourth type of attention started to fill my life. And that one is where people would have attention on me because they could see something in me. But what they saw was an opportunity. If we could only just make this guy use this skill in the things that I'm passionate about, I'm going to also be a success. Yeah, that fourth type of attention is weird. 
You see, they would see a glimpse of what I can do and they would try and win me over to work together with them. And you see, the thing is, I really don't have a problem in helping people reach their gifts and reach their visions and reach their dreams. In fact, I would almost say that's one of my skill sets. It's this ability to make things happen for people who just imagined it. Because I'm able to at times make it practical. I'm able at times to put in the effort. I can sit on the other side and hear you say, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this and this and this and I'm already problem solving. I'm already putting the steps together of how we can get you there. But the truth is this, this attention I'm talking about is attention that came from predators. People who would see my humility as a sign of weakness, believing that I would do what they are suggesting word for word and not notice that in fact they are criticizing how I'm using my skills. You see, the thing is they're not bold enough because they want to use me, right? So they're not bold enough to be like, what you are doing is wrong. You are doing it wrong for it. No, they will say instead, um, wouldn't it be great, like, if you would just use your skills for, like, other people, for, like, another demographic, or if your focus would be different, um, you know, um, what, what if, like, you just cared about this other cause, because people like you, oh my word, the world needs them, um, why, why, why don't you use your abilities to help more boys, because, you know, we need men like you to influence our sons. <laughs> huh? Or the latest classic one. Hey, hey, Mandra, hey, yeah, these, these, these girls around you, they're beautiful, hey? I'm sure your wife trusts you. Yes, Nicole Doty. Doty.com. You see, <laughs> because these people obviously were coming from a good place, so they thought. But they hadn't even tried to take the time to understand what it is that I do, what it is that I feel driven by, what is the purpose that I believe I'm living out. That's why I call them predators. And these are people that, as you listen to this, you need to try and identify in your life because they can look like potential collaborators. They can look like potential investors. But if they've never bothered to get to know you, if in the beginning they're just throwing you with compliments and then thinking that if I've thrown enough compliments, then when I say this thing of like, but don't you think if you do it this way, that you will then not notice that they're not interested in you. They're interested in what you can do for them. That this is going to be a transaction. That they're seeing their come up through you. These assumptions that people were making so readily about me are dangerous because they assume they assume that I haven't thought things through they assume that there isn't an ultimate purpose that I'm trying to live and as my primary school teacher used to say that assumptions are flawed because they make an ass out of you and me so I had learned to not deal with these people. I've been burned. I've been burned a couple of times. 
where I didn't realize in the beginning that this person was preying on me. But I've learned to deal with them so that these people are no longer a distraction. Because imagine if I had changed every time someone came to me with their redefinition of my purpose, with their new vision for what the skill that I have and what it could do if I would just listen to them. (laughs) I would be an aimless person if I always changed. I probably would not even have experienced any form of success because I'd consistently change what I'm trying to do with my life. You see, people who should surround you are people who have time for you, want to get to know you, want to understand you. Because the advice and the guidance that will come out of them after that will be one that is catered for you. I know the people around me who know my heart. They advise me from that place of knowing me, of loving me, and they've had an incredible influence on my life. So for them, I'm grateful. And this is never something about them. That's why they continue to exist in my life. But this chapter is just to give all of us an important self-reflective moment who in your life is actually a predator that you have allowed in to redefine you because they are there the greater your star the bigger your success the more likely there's a predator figuring out how to make you make them better than you which would be fine but because they are predator in the end to guarantee that they stay better than you is to change you and make you become invisible let's all remember to love God love people Losers unite.